So they ask where the underground is, where the trains run, where the tracks is, where the strange run. But the only place where change can come from is where the facts is. The path is a dangerous one, it's rarely traveled. But a famous one where freedom is unraveled. Marching forward till the feet is bleeding on the gravel. Cause we gotta beat them or get trampled where they keep it real. But even deeper still, until the people understand they need it. Till the system made to keep them ill. And over time, erase from memory how the hell a fever feel. They ask what underground is, where the sensible I eat or other sound is. Where discussion function like percussion boundless. Stop the drummer now, gather round, kids. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Underground Real Sports. Sports and life like no other with a Philly twist. Uh, today, it's just Taji and myself. Uh, the Bull Dame is his birthday, so he's not here. Um, happy birthday, bro. I know y'all do that Mr. Roper thing probably later, but it's all right. Um, yeah, man. So Sixers game through game four and game five, Taj. Um, what are your thoughts, comments, concerns? Ready to blow it up? What's up? Uh well, first of all, let me ask you, do you think we do you think we getting out of this round? Because it's not a foregone conclusion, but uh no, well, that's why I led with everybody still like it's over, but do you really think it's over? I don't like I told you earlier, I'm not sixery anymore. <laughs> but I do think that they have a shot to win. Um, do I think they will win? Do I trust that they will win? No. I so don't think they will bet, win. If you was betting on that game, what would you what would you bet? On game six? Yeah. For them to lose. All right. I, I would too. Yeah. Um, it's very difficult. I, I don't think people really understand the um psychological concept of, of of what happened with that game it's very hard for them to blow a 26 point lead go on the road after blowing a 26 point lead and beat the same team that just came back on there's a lot of doubt there's a lot of there's a lot of doubt in your heads right now like yo we were blowing out and he still came back to beat us so i don't i think it's more than it's more than the game or more than the players, it's it's psychological at this point. Um, yeah, they can get, and even if they get back here in game seven, but that game five is still going to be living in their heads. I can tell you that right now. Even probably game four, um, it's probably still a little bit in their heads. Yeah, the way I look at it is like, the Sixers should have won, the should, series should be over. It should have been over 4-1, right? And you could argue even that we should have won that first game if we wasn't sleepwalking through the first half, right? So we, we spent a lot of energy, expended a lot of energy trying to come back in that first game. And over the next four games, we extend, expended a lot of energy essentially winning those games that all of them should have been won. You could argue that, right? So these are games that we let slip away. We gave two games away, okay? That said, if we win two more games, that's like – almost like winning six games against them. Man. Yeah, I agree. You factor in how well we played for most of all of those other games and how we just kind of just gave it away at the end. It's like you got you you trying to repeat this six times against one team. And I just don't I just don't see that being possible at this point, man. 
it's hard to beat a team six teams and they only played five games. Right. Or six games. Right. Like there were so many games within the game. Um, you can call probably the first three quarters one game in in the Sixers in the fourth quarter and then all of game two. Well, not even all of game two. The fourth quarter of game one and it, the Sixers have been a better team for like 70% of the series or so. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So Atlanta stole two games. They stole two games, got beaten in, in uh in two of them. Yeah. So Atlanta's like they play, they still playing with house money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Atlanta's yeah. still playing with house money and they stole two games. It was like, all right, all we gotta do is win one legit. Right. All you gotta do is win one legit if you if you Atlanta at this point. One legit game against this team. Yeah. Um I to be like you said, we have been the better team, and it's been clearly obvious, but we can't close games, man. I I I've seen this movie before. This is Brett Brown reincarnated, bro. It really is. God man. It wasn't up until the playoffs. I mean, I guess it was little signs of it. I guess we saw little signs of it being him being a little Brett Brown with the robotic rotations and stuff like that. But as far as like the winning pedigree and and the professionalism, we saw a night and day team for most of the season. Yeah, um, we saw all you know saw a lot of growth in Embiid. Now that could also that could also be chalked up to Embiid's conditioning, being better, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. And Simmons did the same stuff, whether with Brett Brown. <laughs> I'm looking at the comments on Facebook. Yeah. You see what Blake is <laughs> Black Brett Brown 2.0. <laughs> um, so uh, we saw the same slight regression with Ben Simmons as we've been seeing since his first season. Yeah, you could argue, Keezy, going back to his debut in the summer league, his first season, when he looked like a totally different dude that we ever saw <laughs> in regular NBA games. Like he looked way better in the summer league games way back when than he yeah. did. He was doing different um, stuff. Like I don't know who he yeah. became when he came into the NBA, man. Fam, he was shooting fadeaways, yeah, crossing dudes over, he, he and doing turnaround spin shot, magic jump shots, pass, magic passes. And stuff. Yeah, I, 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 yo, I. Where did that do? Forgot about go? that. Forgot about that. It was not that long ago, Taji. Not that long ago, man. I mean, we talking what four, five? It's five years ago. He looked like a totally different person. Give me that Ben Simmons that we saw in the summer league before he broke his foot. We might have a different Ben Simmons. I don't know. I don't know what happened in between him breaking his foot. And him coming back. This is a point. I forgot about the broken foot. He, he yeah. was a different person from that little glimpse we saw before the broken foot. Yes. So he he gets drafted. He comes into the league. He plays one summer game, broke, and he breaks his feet, broke his foot. Right. He comes back. Um, the year after that, right? It's totally different. Different dude. Hesitating, doing stuff. I mean, like, granted, he didn't he didn't shoot well in in college either, but he shot. That's the thing. Like he shot. He don't even shoot now. <laughs> why do you why do you why do you think that is? Like, 
Do you really, really think that he's that shook of public perception? Like that, is, like, is it that crazy? Whether it was public perception or whether it's some other psychological issue, it's definitely a psychological issue. So whatever it is, it's something just crazy, whatever it is. I hate to use the word crazy, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> whatever it is, it's something that's off the wall a little bit. You know what I mean? Damn, is this uh, Marco Fultz all over again, but even worse? I was just thinking that. It's, it's worse, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, Marco Fultz just not as talented as Ben, but at least Marco Fultz, like, made an effort to break out of whatever was bothering him. He shot the ball. Like, right. I, I don't care if you air, I, like, I just need you to, well, forget forget about him shooting. The foul shots is, is, is I'm done with him, man. I, I can't. Like, like we'll, settle, we'll settle for just making some foul shots at this point, man. Like, like, we should be expecting more, but we'll settle. Like, I was watching one of the national shows, and they were talking about, one of the guys was talking about how Ben Simmons is not responsible for, you know, the position six is in. You look at his numbers, he, he, they drafted him, he's doing exactly what they drafted him to do, and he compared him to Magic Johnson. I hate this Magic Johnson comparison because Magic Johnson at least shot the ball before, he, before we're talking about pre having a jumper Magic. He shot the ball. It's not the same thing. Ben Simmons does not shoot the ball. When you take two shots in the, in the second half of the last two games or four, it's not, no, it's not more than four. Yeah, he does, he's had four shots the last two games. <sighs> I don't know how anybody can make an excuse for that at this point, man. It's it's it's, it's too much, man. <laughs> Taj, let me like so. Let me get this magic thing out of people's head, right? Magic's Magic's rookie year. Um, didn't he drop forty two points in the game closing uh, finals appearance against the Sixers? That's what I remember. Um. I've never seen Ben Simmons come close to what Magic did in his rookie. Magic was 18 when he did that. Right, 18. Right. Yeah, let's start with the Magic stuff. Like, is yeah, it's like the, the comparison? Yeah, you can't even compare him to Rondo. You can't compare him to any player in the history of the league. Probably, Keezy. I agree. When it comes to this, in, in, in unwillingness to shoot, forget inability to shoot. When it comes to the unwillingness to shoot, there's probably no player in the history of the league. You could probably even non guards, man, probably shoot more than him. Ben Wallace probably shot more jumpers than, than, than Ben Simmons. Exactly. And that's sad. That's saying something. Dennis Rodman shot more jumpers than Ben Simmons. And Dennis Rodman wet him. Yeah. He was wet them, Jones. When he shot, he didn't break him. They was going in. Now, ben, now Dennis Rodman, when he when he turned when he turned to shoot a crazy Dennis Rodman, forgot how to shoot all of a sudden, right? <laughs> he still was shooting more jumpers than Ben Simmons. God, <laughs> you can't go four for fourteen in a game where um, you know this is going to happen. You know hack of Ben is going to happen. You know it, and it's going to be even worse tomorrow. It's going to be worse. You're going to foul him like 30 times. He's going to go to the line almost 30 times, man. I'm telling you. Right. I don't think – I don't even think I want to watch – I was about to ask you watch it. Honest with you. It's going to be hard for me to watch the game. Knowing what I – like, what people need to realize on this show, we predict a lot of things that come true just by using our real eyes. And I, I'm telling you right now, Todd, they're going to foul him. They're going to put him on the line. He's going to have 30 foul shots. I'm telling you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the, the why that's a bad move. 
if they start doing it early in the game. Because I've noticed when they start doing that, that, that hack of Ben, there's some of their key players started racking up fouls. So you got to be careful with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bogdanovich, however you pronounce his name. Um, and uh, the other bull, <laughs> the other white dude, what's his name? Herder. 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 They, they've been, they've been in, close, in foul trouble or close to foul trouble the last two games. You know what I mean? So they can't go crazy with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Bogey had five fouls. He's about to fall out. Yeah, he was a base. He was a real not. Uh, he was a non-factor last game, um, which is another reason why it's so unbelievable that they came back. Now, no. First of all, yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm watching them more. I might check in on a score and stuff, but I'm. I'm gonna find something else to do. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Get over the You hear how crazy that's Get over the girl. Something to distract me <laughs> while the game is on. And I might check it in on the scores. I don't have no desire really to watch it, Keezy. Me? If they win, win, great. You know, gate, you know, one game series now. Take it back home. You know, maybe we could regain some of our enthusiasm if they win. But I just don't see them win. I don't see them win. Yeah, I, like I I mean, this is the time, like you said, we should be home chilling and B should be resting his knee. You know, chilling, him getting, you know, people forget, like, this is a seven-foot-two dude getting back and forth on a plane, you know, having to stretch out his knee. Like, that's a lot, man. Yeah. So up for us to go down there and be like, all right, we got this. We're going to do this. We want, you know, we're going to bring it back home for game seven. And even if we bring it back home for game seven, typically you would think that the home team would have the advantage. I wouldn't even be confident in them winning the game. I really wouldn't. And that's sad, man. Blake Lee on Facebook says you're not a real fan <laughs> if you don't watch. What a LOL. I'm, correction, I'm going to record it, and if they win, I'm going to watch the replay. But if they lose, I'm not watching that, man. Who <laughs> knows? Like, I, I probably will be home, so I might check in on it. I don't know, man. I don't know. The key I'm going to watch it. Is, you know what the crazy thing is? If, they, if, if I check in on it and they up, like, 30, you know, midway through the third, I'm still not going to feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Todd, what we gotta be a 50 plus? <laughs> yeah, you gonna be like 50 to, to, to relax with these. Todd, we was up 26, man, at one point in that game. 26. And the crazy, thing, the crazy thing is, we weren't like that in the regular season. When we had teams down, we put them away. I don't know, man. Yeah, man. People don't wanna say it, but yo. This man is choking right in front of our eyes. Just some stupid substitutions. Like, like, don't he understand? Like, he played basketball. He's a good basketball player. Don't you understand how the basketball, the game of, of uh, ebb and flow and rhythms? Yeah. Like, like it, Atlanta, we know, is a streaky team. They're a streaky team. They jump shooting streaky team. He had that bench in there probably a minute or two too long. They, they got that lead from 22 down to 12 in no time. And all the momentum was with Atlanta. Like, I knew at that point we was going to have a problem. All the, and then you put the starters back in. They cold. They, yep. down, and I know people blaming B. And B had something to do with it because he he kind of clammed up a little bit, made some bad plays at the end or whatever. Missed them two foul shots. I don't really care about that because it should never got to that point. Right. We were up 26. Yeah, but, he you know, he clammed up a little bit at the end and stuff like that and probably passed up some jumpers that we usually see him take. I think B was kind of choking in the sense that he probably saw this <laughs> – they saw this where this was going to go, and he's like, "I'm a part of this." So he probably he probably got a little nervous. Exactly. <laughs> and he didn't want to be 
someone who's finally taking finally taking the blame for all of this. But here's the thing: the reality of it is, you had Ben Simmons and somebody who's 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 getting by without a lot of blame here. Tobias Harris was horrible, man. Four points, dog. Four points. That's worse than Ben Simmons. Like, what is what was Tobias? Tobias Harris was so bad, and, and Jim Jackson did a good job of pointing this out during the game. Even when he wasn't shooting the ball, he was messing up stuff on the offensive end. He he came and crowded and beat yep. brought his man to like what are you doing? He he doing? Yeah, he looked completely lost. Not I, I talked to my homie Will today um about that. I was, I'm done. I'm yo. You you remember I was the only one really defend me. You me and you were the only one defending Tobias Harris for a long time. After after what I seen the last two games, so the man disappeared in the fourth quarter last game four, and then completely disappeared for the whole game of game five, I'm like, this is this is Boston all over again last year when he didn't even show up. He didn't even get off the plane, bro. So, so so let's look at this realistically, all right? And I haven't heard much criticism of Embiid, to be fair. I heard, like, one national person and then, like, a couple – no, no local people. I haven't heard any local criticism of – I heard a couple couple national people. But my thing is, like, yeah, Embiid shouldn't be absolved of blame. But let's, let's be realistic about this. You're a superstar. You're two sidekick superstars or stars slash superstars, gave no help, dog, no help. So you expect a center to carry a team. A center can't do what, like, a guard can do. Like, a, a center, there's no center in the history of the league, Shaq, nobody, maybe Wilt back in the day. I don't know what was going on back then. But, like, like no, no center in the history of the league can carry a team on its back without a help, help of, like, a, you know, a, a, a 1A because – the center can't get the ball without somebody getting him the ball, right? If you were right. or, or forward, you you can have the ball and do what you want to do with it, but you have to get the ball to the center. They can't just dominate on their own, right? So what happens is with the Sixers, these two dudes, Ben Simmons, man, don't even guard him. He's laying off of Ben Simmons, so it's an easy double team on B. And B got the ball one time and tried to turn, and somebody right there in front of him. He, like, almost traveled when he fell to the ground and the ball hit the ground. Like – what, what is he supposed to do in situations like that? And Tobias Harris is a bum. The only person who was helping him was, St- was Seth Curry. Yep. It's a shame, like, man. Th- that's just, you can't, you can't, how you want to win against top teams in the NBA with stuff like that going on? Most of it is on Ben, but last night it was just, it was just equally Tobias because he wasn't aggressive and he wasn't scoring. He wasn't doing none of that, man. It was bad. It, I, I, I was in such disbelief yesterday and what I was looking at, I thought this was a horror film, Taj. I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like, I, I started cracking up, Keith. Like, I was like, this is, I saw it, I was like, this is hilarious, man. <laughs> I, was, I was literally dying. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Never seen anything like this, man. And this is two games in a row. Right. I said, who, who is this team? Who's called, who is this team? So Will Spadey checks in on a, uh, Facebook Live, he says, I think I, I think I heard he's he's had five of the top nine worst blown games in NBA playoff history. And yeah, I, I, I know. I believe it. It's the truth. I saw five of them. <laughs> I know that was the the um, indictment on him coming in. I didn't put too much stock in it, but now we've seen it play out before. I was like, I guess it's, I guess it's a yeah. thing. What's the problem? All that stuff is true, man. Every team or something. Because if you do that bench thing with every team, that's a clear clear uh reason why this might be happening with him 
Right. And I didn't, re- I didn't, I mean, of course I didn't pay that much attention to like Clippers games or whatever, but I'm inclined to believe that what, what they thought what was going on is crazy. And I was talking to Will earlier too, my homie Will, um, that's on here now. He was saying that um, Doc has the inclination to not listen to his uh, assistants. So like he kind of tunes them out and he has world-class assistants. I hope people know, like he has assistants that can probably be head coaches, head coaches anywhere too. right now. Yep. And if just say, and say if that's the truth, if they're not listening to him, I can see, especially Dave Yeager, the defensive guy, probably saying, hey, we need to do this. Or Sam saying, yo, coach, Doc, you got to get these dudes out. Like, you got to get the bench out and come back. Like, I, I kind of have a hard time trying to see, like, what kind of feel of the game that he has when we, he, he's done it all year. This is, not, this is nothing new. This is just coming back to bite us as much as it is because of what's on the line. We've been pointing that out since early, like maybe a third through the season. Yeah. Weird bench lineups. I remember saying, like, why does he put all the bench players in at once? It's weird. And, and every time he do it, we lose lead. It's like we we it's like an oil leak, man. It, it just it it's gone. Like the league was gone so fast. It's bad enough that you can't really take and beat off the floor ever without us being a thousand times worse. But if you got all bench in here in the OMB. I don't know what you're expecting to get done. I really think I – f- I feel like his hands are tied to a degree because Ben Simmons is so limited offensively that really when you put the all-bench lineup in there, even if you got some starters in there, as long as the beat is on the bench, I kind of feel like you might still see a huge drop-off, unfortunately. But at least like – like he – at least Ben Simmons in, in the game in situations like that will offer some form of stability at the point guard position. George Hill don't know what the hell he – I don't know what happened to him. He don't know what the hell he's doing out there. Shake is too shaky at point guard, right? He don't really know how to play point. I don't know why Doc trying to force him into this point guard role. The only one who looks a little bit like in control is Maxi, and he don't play Maxi like that. So, I mean, what you going to do? Let me ask you, I know – Maxi's a little bit – well, a lot more of a liability on defense than Ben. Right. And I know we, y'all kind of glanced over this at the, in a group today, and I put this over. I know you hate what ifs. I kind of hate them too. But if we traded for sure, I mean, if we traded for Kyle, like if we got that deal done for Kyle Lowry, do you think that happens? Do you think the collapse no, no. Bob Evans? Kyle playing that game, ain't no way that happens, man. The Kyle Lowry ain't going to let us go six minutes at the end of the game without scoring. No way. There's no Not way. in back-to-back games. I don't even think he would let it go in one game. Right. Like, like they I think – they have nobody. The only person with some dog in them on that team is is uh and B. That's it. Maybe Max. That's probably the problem. Max, he's not. You know, he he's a nineteen year old. But uh, that's the problem, Taj. There's no leadership on this team. You can't expect like so. And B's been carrying us the whole season, right? Literally carrying us the whole season. And it's kind of just like they. It, it's more like how Al Iverson was back in the day. Like they pass, they give him the ball, and then kind of just watch him do whatever he need to do. And I think they're fought, we fell into that the last three games, I would say. Here and be take us to the promised land. I mean, that's literally what I'm saying. Like, Tobias Harris has given up, like, jump shots. Like, that he can make in his sleep. To pay. Like, he had a jump shot probably open at 12 feet. He passed back to Matisse Thibault like Matisse is Seth Curry. Like, I don't understand what was going on with him. Another thing I noticed with Tobias, too, Jeezy, is everybody talking about how Curry was getting used up on defense against uh, – against um Lou Williams 
which he was, but number number one, before I even talk about Tobias, if you a coach, you can't, you at no point think of a way to stop that. At no point do you think to double him or get put somebody else on him. At no point when Lou Williams lighting us up, Lou Williams at this age should not be lighting us up for 12, 14 points in the quarter. He's 40. Anyway, um, Tobias, low key, was just as bad, I think, as Curry on defense. They were going to yeah. to uh what's the what's the power forward ball? Um Collins. Yeah, Collins, because they felt like Tobias couldn't defend him. Whoever Tobias was on on a perimeter, whether he they were trying to get switches on the perimeter with him on Trey Young, Trey Young just shoot right in his face. His instincts and his reflexes on defense are, are subpar, I think, Tobias Harris. And they and and um Atlanta was taking advantage of him and Curry that game. No, I totally agree. Um as much as Seth was cooking on the uh, on the offense end, he was getting he was getting killed on the defense end. But like you said, um, good coaches kind of make that adjustment. Just um, like just like Atlanta, Nate McMillan, just like Atlanta, just like Nate McMillan hides Trey Young's deficiencies on defense. Sure does. So so you could if, if you were a good coach, you should have found a way to hide Curry's deficiencies on defense, man. Especially with the defense, the kind of players we got. Right. Taj, Nate McMillan has outcoached Doc Rivers this whole series. And you know what's crazy about it? Nate McMillan ain't doing that great of a job. <laughs> this show you how much was given to him. Yeah, he made the adjustments and it works. Yeah, David Mill is doing arguably some dumb stuff, but it's right. like, but he's still out coaching Doc. That that tells you a lot, and I, and people talking about well, nobody's giving Atlanta credit. I give Atlanta credit for coming back and not and not like you know not giving not up. giving up. But yo, they were they were dead in the water four games, bro. Like let, let's be honest. Four games, they were dead in the world. Like, we let them back in the game. I was cracking up because Trey Young, when they interviewed him at the end of the game, you could tell. He, he seemed like a 14-year-old all over again. He, bro, he could barely get his words out because he was so hyped that they actually came back and won that game. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he was in disbelief. Huh? He was in disbelief. He probably like, I can't believe these jokers let us back in the game twice. Yeah. Yep. Now um, let me ask you this: with uh, with with Nate McMillan, don't you think Indiana is salty right now? Don't you think they would want him back on their bench? At just be, he, well, he got fired because they just wanted to move forward. Like he was the best of coach that they had, and you fire him. I like I. If I'm an Indiana fan, I'm looking at this. I'm like, yo, we fired him. Like we should have just kept. Nate. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree. Like I mean, they probably salty about about losing Nate, but. <laughs> what you going to do? I wish we had an opportunity right. to, to get somebody like that. But I mean, I we all thought Doc Rivers was a good hire when they hired him, but he might need to if if they collapse, if they don't get out of the series. I know it was one one year, but this is horrible, horrible, man. And and it's a and again, it's a trend that he's shown, you know, before he came to the six. So he might need to step down, take your yeah, office, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, send him upstairs or send him like or like uh, <laughs> They send them to the street. I don't know, but um, the one the one person out of the whole Sixers right now that I have trust in, other than Embiid, is Maury. I think Maury he he has guts to break it up to break it up, bro. He'll blow it up. Well, if you remember, they were kind. There was all oh, there was this idea floating around that this was a test season, sort of. I just don't like that idea because you can't be testing out seasons with Embiid's condition. You know what I mean? 
And you might mess around and get to a point where Embiid has to be traded. Because I can't see if Ben Simmons don't do anything to get any better and they don't get out of the series, I know Embiid is going to have a problem with him, with Simmons, man. I know he, he's going to have a problem with Simmons. And if they don't definitely do missed the boat. Yeah, if they don't do we something missed like the boat. Yeah. He might lose. Embiid, we got three years. He got three to four years of greatness left. Yep. Can't waste it, man. And we've been talking about this. We already wasted, what, three years of, of his greatness already with Brett Brown. So right. him yep. deferring to Simmons and, you know, not having, not going in the post, doing all that other stuff. Like, it's time that we, like, cater to your big man, man. Like, it, it, he coming up on trying to, you know, the Supermax is coming up here, Todd. So I don't know how this is going to work, but that's going to tell you. I mean, you know, he's due for an extension. Is this, I mean, is this going to actually happen? Is he going? Is he up with us again? I don't know, man. I think Embiid is a loyal type dude. So I, you know, the whole Sixers thing, it, their whole images are based around the whole process. He called himself the process. I feel like he's a loyal dude, but they're gonna have to do something. They're gonna do something to help that man out. Um, and you know, so that said, where do you, where do we go from here? Like, just assume, assuming we lose in the second round, right? Where do we go from here? got to get rid of Simmons. You got to get rid of Harris. Those are the two wow. softest dudes on the team. Um, wow. You got to figure it out. Yo, he figured out Al Horford. He'll figure this out. <laughs> God. I'm serious, bro. Like, like, yo, he figured out Al Horford. I thought that would never happen. And he did it. So, so I said I have I have, I have faith in Maury that he'll get it done, man. But I'm telling you, if we can't come back with Harris and Simmons, bro, we can't. We cannot come back with those two. Who can you give? Who can you give for Ben Simmons and uh, Tobias Harris? That's going to really help him be though. Because I don't think you can get. I don't Dame, know. I don't think you could get Dame Lillard for 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 um, Ben Simmons at this point. Unless, two years ago, you probably could have did it straight up. Unless two years ago, you put it in there. Unless he forces his way to the Sixers, like like Harden did. Yeah, he got to say, "Yo, I'm out. I want to go to the Sixers." And it he might does. be Dean, if they can get in his ear, that would make sense for him because him and the B pretty much are on this, have suffered this, the same kind of plights. So, you know, Dane Lillard, need, if he had a, a big man like that to take pressure off of him, that's going to open up his game. And if B got somebody like Dane to take pressure off of him, it's going to open up his game. It, works, it would work perfect for both of them, both of them, if they can somehow get in Dane Lillard's ear and try to get that to get him to force that. I also know Dane so. kind of character. Taj, I hope so, man. Um, I think that'll be the perfect mix. I'm willing to give up whoever to do it. Yeah, we're gonna lose a lot. We're gonna lose our defensive identity. But but it's not it may not be as bad as we think because you can always like draft defensive players and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You always do that. Like it's not like Ben Simmons leaving is gonna be a it's gonna be a four on five game now. You're gonna have to fill that spot with with a player. So it's if you got Dame Lillard and Embiid, the rest for the other spots they can be defensive players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially if they if they keep uh, Matisse in this deal. Right, right. Yeah. So Tobias can't come back, and Ben can't come. Back. But Tobias, Tobias can come back, but he, he you can't have if Tobias come back. You gotta have he gotta be the clear third option. Right now he's like the second option. If Tobias come back, he got to be the third option. You know what I'm saying? But then it's, you know, it's like he getting paid too much money, but you can't do nothing about that at this point. You know what I'm saying? 
man has not been right since uh, Collins blocked his shot in game four. When he went up so he had a shot block, he ain't been right since. That block ruined his ru- – ruined him, bro. I'm telling you, Collins killed his aggressiveness. Killed it. He was embarrassed. He was a scary cat. <laughs> <laughs> the Sixers are a bunch of scary cats. They even started to inf- infect that bee with that mess at the, at the last game. <laughs> the bee started catching the bee too. <laughs> Only one who wasn't a scary cat is um is uh, Seth Curry. Yeah, who who I think like is um really really uh made me forget about Josh Richardson as uh, that trade is highway robbery, bro. Yeah, highway I'm robbery. Yeah, I'm good with Seth, and it, it'll be even better if they if he can come off the bench. Are we really missing? Dan, I think we're missing Dane Dane Green. Absolutely, yeah. he's a leader on the team. Three rings. Yeah, I think we're missing Danny Green for sure. I didn't think I didn't think it would be that bad, but Todd, we missing them, bro. Well, we missed them in the sense that if we go up that amount with Danny Green, I don't think they're making that comeback. Like they wouldn't allow leadership out there is like we didn't have no leadership out there. Yeah, and Danny Green's the leader, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, we'll see. Definitely, we'll see what happens. You got anything else to uh to break down before we uh, uh go ahead and close the talk? No, I mean it's not much analyzing we can do with that game. I mean it is what it is. We 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 all saw it, you know. All all of us are in equal amount of disbelief all around the city. And not even just Philly, the whole country you watch basketball is in disbelief of that. It's just yeah. embarrassing. I don't feel as bad today as I thought I was going to, but uh, you know, going to bed last night, it's like a, like I just watched the the scariest horror movie I ever saw in my life. It's traumatizing. It's traumatizing. I was tossing and turning in my sleep. I was like, yo, what's happening? <laughs> Keezy, it was the worst pop. And then the top of the, the cherry on top is an even a B got garbage at the end of it. He's missing foul shots. I was like, what is going on? I mean, what is happening? <laughs> and Keezy, I kn- the crazy thing is I knew when B was going to miss those foul shots. He wasn't looking right. He wasn't looking right. He he looked right some eight minutes ago in the fourth quarter. It, it- it just it just seemed like they were just like, yo, I can't believe this is happening again. And it's kind of like they almost gave in to like what was happening. I'm like, no, don't give in to it. But Taj, they scored six minutes. A field goal, a field goal, no field goal in six minutes. That doesn't that don't even sound right. All Keezy, all they had to do was score like four points and they win that game. That's all they had to do, man. Like this is stop to bleed. <laughs> Like Atlanta squeezed every ounce of offensive production they could possibly squeeze, squeeze out of those six minutes, Keezy. And the Sixers let them do it. Like the the maximum allowable possible offensive production the Sixers let them do. The Sixers, who's supposed to be a good defensive team, like what? Oh my god! I like I said, I to I will never forget yesterday ever. I I felt. I couldn't even fall asleep, Taj. I could. I was. I cannot believe that this just happened. I was just like, "Yo," I talked. I was. I. I was just like, "This doesn't make sense." And this was all that. Like it was national people just collapsed. They looked at the last two, and anybody that thinks like you know, you know what's going to happen, right, Taj? You're like, "Oh well, 
Get those processors, you know, they're getting what they deserve. You know, you don't need coming the, out. It's the worst thing that could have possibly happened, man. It's the worst thing. And there's another second round exit. Keith, if they lose, then, then we, it's not over yet, right? So we still ain't filled as bad as we can. If they lose tomorrow, we are out again in the second round. It gets yeah. Atlanta. Yes. What? At that point, as a Sixers fan, how could you not say, blow it up? Keep NB, get rid of, well, I would say keep NB, keep get rid of everybody else. Because these are free agents. So. But if you can move everybody else and just see if you can put different pieces around them and then, you know, go on like that. But I don't want to see this team back together the way it was this year. Yeah, Not yeah. if we get kicked out in the second round again. And one more thing I want to just uh, highlight before we go is um one re one of the other well, you, you touched on a little bit, but one of the other important reasons it was to get out of this series is because of Embiid's health. I, I don't like the idea of him if it goes seven games, like I don't like the idea of that for for Embiid. For you know what I'm saying? And then they have to go right into the next series. It's just not good. Like I said, my confidence went from I was six three. I mean, I was three, and now I'm just. Uh, yeah, just you know, I, I don't know, man. Well, Eagles. It's, start. it's been one of those days, Todd. We'll, we'll, Eagles is right around the corner, so. <laughs> well, so I don't want to. Another thing, too. Hold on, hold on, real quick. The other thing. The, the referees, we ain't talking about the referees. The referees are, are so bad, I almost feel like they've been paid off to manipulate the series, right? That could I don't want to hear I don't want to hear we can't talk about the referees because any game you lose by three or four points, a call here and there can make a big difference, right? And B, there's no reason he shouldn't be getting to the line more than he got to the line yesterday. All right. So here's the thing. NBA, if this is what you allow to happen, you're gonna get what you asked for. You're gonna get a whack ass <laughs> next round. With Atlanta and the Nets, probably. That's yep. what you want. Hey, you getting it? I don't want to watch that series. I don't want to see the Atlanta in in no conference finals. Nope, me either. To watch them get tore tsunami out. <laughs> Do they, they mean this America wants to see? Like, how do you? Any logical person on this earth would look at that series and say, there's no way Atlanta wins that series. None. They yeah. are going to get smoked. I don't want to. I don't care if Trey Young scores 50. They're I done. No, I have no interest in watching that series, man. No. I'm not, I wouldn't watch series. I wouldn't because it, it's pointless. Because pencil them, pencil, uh, what's it called? Pencil Brooklyn in for uh, Let's play against Atlanta. It's gonna be, it's gonna really be men against boys. Like it's gonna look like they just smacking some kids in the face. Now, if it's Milwaukee, now I might give Atlanta a chance. Right, right. But yeah, yeah, I'll give them a chance against Milwaukee, but not against the Nets. Not against the Nets. They have no, they had they're just nowhere near experienced enough or anything to cope with with the, with the, with the, with the Nets or throw it down. Yeah. Well, you know they got a chance if they face some wham, but not. <laughs> not, uh, not KD and them. So, all right, y'all. That's our show for this week. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, hopefully, it'll be a game after t- uh, after tomorrow. Uh, if not, blow it up. I've been on record for saying it. Blow it up. Keep and beat and get rid of everybody. Else. Pennies at dollar, bro. I, I start over. Well, not all the way over, but retool it. Not with the same people. <laughs>
That's the name of your episode. If not, blow it up. If not, blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is Keezy coming in. Thank you, Taji, for joining us today. As always, our hosts are the most knowledgeable in foodie sports. Y'all need to listen. So subscribe, share, do all that stuff. And uh, hopefully it's a game seven, man. So if not... The name of the episode is If Not, Blow It Up. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Peace.